You are now listening to Jess Write, a place where you can come to receive tips on writing and gain inspiration to create writer's art. Listen to become motivated to begin writing or to overcome your writer's block. At Jess Write, there's a little something for every writer. What's up, guys? Welcome back. I am Jess, and today we are going to be talking about different aspects that readers look for when they are reading a book. So there's a couple of important things that you need to know as a writer in order to fulfill the reader's criteria. So first and foremost, it's about creating your world. You know, as a writer, you have you have pressure on you to build something that increases high readability in the target audience that you are aiming for. You need to make sure that your characters live in a world that's believable for your readers. A world populated with characters who live their lives before our eyes. You must be able to do this. It takes a lot of craft to do this, so be careful. It's not an easy task. It takes research. There are certain questions that you need to ask yourself in order to build this world. You know, is it going to be a magical world or is it going to be a scary world? Or even if it's going to be a world, you know, that's just pure make-believe. It's okay if if you are bending off to a world that we don't know exists nowadays, that is completely fine. It just needs to make sense within that book. Stories don't happen like in a vacuum, you know? You need to build a timeline for your reader and establish it very clear. Make clarity on what it's about. It should be a a recognizable locale of your overall story. And it's very important to do this. The ambience of giving any scene is highly important. Your story basically lives in this world. So that's why I say it's, it's very... It's very, it's a very tedious thing to do. When you're doing this, you know, you need to get a piece of paper and write down various things that you need to be thinking about, that you need to be researching in order to craft this world to where your readers want to actually continue to read your book. Because if it's not believable or if it isn't put together well, the rest of your book will fall apart. It'll turn readers off. Uh, The next thing you need to think about is the subtext, exposing that subtext. People don't really necessarily mean what they say or say what they mean. Every conversation has some type of underlying subtext that people read into. Therefore, the dialogue in in a book is highly important. It's not only about what is being said, but it's how the readers are viewing it. It's also about how the dialogue makes the readers feel and how it makes the other characters feel. I know that sounds funny, but in the book, your characters are real. So the dialogue needs to go along with each character and it needs to make, you need to make sure that it doesn't exactly change up. If you're going to have a a country person that constantly talks country, then you make sure throughout your entire book that that person is still country and they haven't transferred over to a British accent, you know? So make sure you are taking a good look at that. You want to think about the different 
gestures and glances and body language and behavior that your characters make, you know? You want to make sure if they're cocky that you're able to portray that in a good way to where your readers love what you're doing. It's all about the craft, even with dialogue. Even when you're doing supportive dialogue for exposing underlying intention or conflict or motivation of your characters, exposing the subtext still will be very important. You'll be able to let people know, you know, if people like each other or who has the upper hand, if they can trust this character, based off different gestures and glances and body language that you incorporate into your paragraphs that are hidden within your book. You want to be able to also avoid underwriting. This would be the third thing that readers will look for, underwriting, not writing enough. You know, allow yourself to adapt to the context and be able to give the readers enough information. Using the same words or sentence structures repeatedly makes a novel seem repetitive, you know, and then it gets boring. Readers don't want that. They want variety. They want it to feel like it's new and like you put some effort into it. So be careful with that and try not to do the typical cliches or create your own personal images instead. Try to use wonderful and a variety of words that define your characters and the things they are going through. Um, the next thing you want to talk about is avoid overriding. Overriding and underwriting, there is an in-between with this. And so you really, really want to make sure that you're hitting the in-between mark. It is a fine line between these two. Your style or your voice should step into the background to serve your story. It's no need for a clever metaphor or uh, an adjective before every noun or a metaphor in every sentence or complicated sentences. Simple sentences will actually get your point across. So don't try to overdo it because that will also turn the reader apart. And I know you're like, Jess, I don't understand. You don't want me to underwrite. You don't want me to overwrite. I know, guys, this is a very, very thin line, but you must make sure you don't go either way. You know, avoid inflating your sentences and giving unnecessary introductories or summarizing phrases. So just be careful not to do these things. Also, I talk about this in a lot of my YouTube videos and a lot of my podcast episodes. Uh, show and don't tell. This is highly important when you're doing this. When you're doing a show and you don't tell, um, <clears throat> when you're doing when you're trying to show things and you're not telling, you don't want to say he was anxious or she was happy, or he was angry, or she was furious. That's telling. You know, when you're an author, your job is to create things and manifest sentences to show your reader what's going on. So try to elaborate in these things. Try to show these things by the gesture and the glances and the body language that your characters are having. Describe those things. And, you know, if a person is mad, think about the body language that they have and the facial expressions and then describe those things. And that will show your reader that the person is angry instead of saying they're angry. You know, um, the next thing is, 
your plot. Your plot always needs to focus on that moment, the moment that you're building up for, the whole purpose of the plot. You need to make your reader go, aha, right, that's it. Oh my gosh, I so saw that comment, or that makes totally sense. That's why he did this or she did that. A readable novel provides meaning to the world that the characters live in and that we live in which is to say that the succession of events must make sense. Your plot must make sense. Even the plot twist must make sense. Every sentence, every scene interacts with each other and is relatable to that end moment to where it's like, wow, it came together. She really, really created something beautiful with her words this time. So you want to think about that. Your characters react to these events in a way that's motivated by their psychological deposition. So prepare your plot twists within the novel before they happen. Make each sentence leading up to the plot twist relatable so it won't just be falling into the story it all needs to build on one another every word is related to another word every sentence is related to another sentence every paragraph is related to another paragraph and so forth um you also want to check for inconsistencies. This is another big thing that turns readers off. If they can't follow what's going on or if it doesn't make sense to them, they don't want to read it. So you need to constantly revise your work. I always say my books aren't done until it's went through like 12 edits. Now that might be overboard, but I'm kind of OCD about certain things. Because you want to make sure you've gotten out the inconsistencies. You want to make sure that the dialogue is great, that your world is great, that you've kept consistent within the dialogue of each character. Um, characters may appear or disappear at random times because chapters are rearranged if you don't have consistency with your stories. Subplots sometimes remain unresolved. So as you're going through, keep notes of different things that you have going on and make sure that you're answering each thing for your reader. Unless you're writing the series, then at the end, of course, you can leave a cliffhanger that makes you want to read or the reader to read the next book. So if you're cutting chapters or uh, mixing up timelines or if there's any type of holes in your story, then your book needs to be polished. Otherwise, it does not have a high readability for your target audience. Also, you want to sharpen your dialogue. Now, I know we talked about this before, but just on a consistent basis, dialogue is just so important dealing with different things, even with, you know, fighting or teasing or coming or answers, even questions. You want to make sure the dialogue is the same for each character, each personality that you have manifest for each one of your characters also you want to think about all of this it it might even do you some good to actually research different dialogues and then build your dialogues that way you can even do this before writing your book it's actually highly advised to build your characters beforehand Sometimes I do not always do this but if you're gonna have a hard time with this and you're gonna have an extreme um, excessive amount of different dialogues, then you might want to do your research beforehand. The next thing we want to talk about is um, 
you want to make sure that your characters are more than just a name. You want to make sure that they just aren't like, I don't know, little Lego pieces or cardboard cutouts. Uh, things that just can get tossed around and it doesn't even really do them any good to be in there. You want every character to bring about a color to your book. It's like painting. You want to paint your characters to where they're actually meaningful, not just a cute name or a bad name. Make them meaningful. Make them relatable to the story. Somehow they fit, and if they weren't in that book, then the book wouldn't work. That's how you want to do it. As a reader, um, you want to be able to relate to your characters. This is this is why readers actually read certain books because they become attached to certain characters or they can relate to them. So this is what I'm talking about when you want to make sure that your characters are more than a name because to the readers, characters are highly important, especially if they're trying to learn a lesson within the book or get wrapped up into the book. And so that's it, guys. That's everything dealing with how to aim for high readability when writing your novel. Um, I know you all have great ideas and you want to write a book and you're afraid to do it. And I know every week I give you these different tactics on what you need to do or how to become inspired or where to start. I'm really trying to help you guys and I'm really trying to inspire you guys because I believe that anyone who wants to write and it's in them, they should do it. I believe that they should go for it because anyone can get published nowadays. You don't have to go the traditional right route, route. You can do the self-publishing route. And I feel like self-publishing empowers us all to get out there and try to at least attempt to write. So don't sit around and just say you want to write. Get out there and do it. I promise you, as long as you research it and you write from your heart and you organize your different ideas, you can do this. Even if it isn't good the first time or the third time, the more you write and the more you read, the better it will become. So just keep practicing. Keep practicing. Keep reading and keep writing because the quality quality and quantity will always matter. But quality will definitely always matter matter. So don't sit around and not do nothing. Continuously write and the better you will get. And even if your novel goes through seven or ten edits, guess what? That end edit puts it into the box of good writing. That end edit says, hey, all right, everything is done and now you're ready to publish. So think about that. Research so you can have what it takes to craft your book to become the next bestseller. I'd give you all these tactics because with these tactics, it gives you the chance to aim for high readability. If you do exactly what I've said and you research each one of those things as, and I'll go over the name, the different types of um, points that I say it again but if you do each one of these things and research them and really make sure that you have them down to the T and that they're correct and crafted well then you'll have high readability your name of your characters needs to be important along with the character building that's one you also want your dialogue to be sharp within your book you don't want any inconsistencies that's number three you want to make sure that your plot and your plot twists always lead to the 
yes moment or I got it moment or that makes sense moment. You want to show your readers and not tell. You don't want to overwrite, nor do you want to underwrite. And you also want to expose the subtext and make sure you create a wonderful world. Your words are going to be your tools. They're going to be your biggest tools. And you want to make sure that they're all working accordingly. Avoid different typos, common mistakes. Um, watch your grammar. This is all important and this is all things that you need to craft the perfect book. People enjoy reading a book that has a great high level of readability. I promise you. And they come back for more. If you've made that memorable story with wonderful, memorable, colorful characters and a captivating storyline, people won't put that book down. They'll be dying to read that book. I'm reading the book actually now. I'm reading House of Nights and I can't wait to buy the next book just because I easily get attached to the characters and I love them. Even with Aphrodite in the book, I didn't really like her at first, but she serves a purpose in the book and I've grown to love her. So you want to think about these things when you're writing your book. I've come across uh, books that aren't that great to read and I thought, you know, this could have been crafted so well. And this is what made me want to do this podcast for you guys because the crafting of the book is highly important. The surface structure, the level of style and voice, the content level, defining the words and the rhythm of the sentences and the literary techniques and even the images and tone that you give to your readers is all important. It all needs to be incorporated into different levels at certain times to mold the perfect book. And then you end up having this polished, refined, sophisticated highly readable book. So this will increase the potential of your book being able to put up there on the market of actual traditional books that have went against the self-publishing route. So again, guys, I want to thank you so much for coming in and listening. Please check out Just Right YouTube video. Go on my Facebook and, you know, add me. And also go on Instagram and add me and make sure to listen for next week on my podcast. Also, guys, make leave any comments. I am glad to help you. And remember, just write until next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Just Write Podcast, where writers come to refresh their mind, gain perspective on their writing, learning valuable and inspiring information, and become motivated to make art using their skills as a writer. Check out JustWrite.com, JustWrite Instagram, and JustWrite YouTube channel.